Hey, hello. Welcome to Lunch Plus. We're super excited to have you on today. It is Wednesday. <laughs> Wednesdays are some of our favorites here. My name is Barrett Nauer. And I'm Buddy. And this is a very <laughs> blue broadcast. It really is a very blue broadcast. But not, not emotionally. And not um, blue, da ba dee da, like not that one either, but like visually. Yeah, not like a blue Christmas. Yeah. Uh, that sh we should add that to the song. <laughs> blue, I love blue. I feel like playing word association games, wow. There were like harmonies that came out from our studio and I wasn't prepared for it. Like, it, was, it was Hi, Mom. Nice. Hi, Mama Crabtree. Happy Wednesday. Yes, we're so excited to have you on today. Here's what's coming up. Today, it's a it's a gonna be a good one. I don't know why I started saying it like it's that. It's gonna be a good one. That was Thank like you. a Mario. It was. Well, first we have Bible trivia. Uh, so you have a chance to win a gift card on us in Bible trivia. So make sure you stick around for that. After that, we have our newest segment, the five second challenge, followed by a time of confessions, followed by Barrett's top ten. Yay! Yep, we're gonna be talking about. Barrett's calling them vintage TV shows. Um, and then after that, we have What's the Word? It's going to be awesome. It's going to be super I'm, awesome. I'm getting instructions in the back to lower my seat. So if you saw me like shrinking, it's, it's not like potion that makes me smaller. It's the chair. Um, like so, Alice in Wonderland with the little bread. That's where I was. I That movie was always really trippy. Um, <laughs> of course it was. <laughs> it's, it's a weird one. I don't condone that one. Um, okay. It's family chat. That's really why you're on right now. You know mm -hmm. it. We know it. It's okay. Here's what we need you guys to do. First of all, tell us who you are. Just like we said hello to Mama Crabtree, tell mm -hmm. us who you are, where you're watching from, so that way we can yeah. say hi to you. Johnny Shaver, once again, was the first commenter dropping it in the comments. And he was even late to the game this morning. Like know. It was like a 20 seconds before he happened to be on. whole seconds, Jeremy. I know. And he still won. So <laughs> tell us who you are, where you're watching from, so that we can say hi to you. Mm -hmm. And the person that helps us hit 100 comments the fastest first gets a gift card from us, too. Here mm -hmm. we are. It's time. We're hopping in to family chat. Question number one of the day. Here we go. Burr, 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 burr. Pumpkin pie or apple pie? And in the background, I am going to say hi. We have a guest who just walked in. Felicia Berenger is here right now. Mm -hmm. And so if you saw a very excited face, she's here in the studio. And I love her very, very much. Mm -hmm. um, okay, so yes, put it in the comments. Apple pie or pumpkin pie? Which one? 100% pumpkin pie. No. Whoa. <laughs> I felt no. judged a little bit right there. I, I just, of the two. So, well, here's the thing. I don't like caramelized apples. Um, caramelized. Caramelized? Caramelized. I don't like caramelized apples. So, and that's basically all that apple pie is. Kevin is apple pie. Priscilla's apple pie. Your mom is pumpkin pie with whipped cream. Mm -hmm. George is apple pie. Um, Johnny's apple pie. So far, it's you and your mom. Well, is anyone else team pumpkin pie? Serena's not on right now, but she would definitely be pumpkin pie. Kevin Buck is apple pie. Rachel is apple pie most of the time. Is this a southern thing? I'm apple pie. Well, you've been in the south for <laughs> seven years now, so. 
you probably just got it through, you know, impartation. George has said for the entire time I've known him, though, that apple pie is the American dessert, mm. and we're patriotic in our family. So he's told me that I apple pie is the best pie. Ke I don't. Kevin just said anything other than apple pie is un-American. George just said apple pie hashtag America. That makes so. <laughs> I don't. Can you help me understand the? The logic behind this reasoning? I feel like it's the same as baseball is America's pastime. Like, I just feel like it's a thing. I don't know where it originated from, but I, I feel like it's in that wheelhouse. Okay. Uh, your mom says that you can stick together, bud, oh, with thanks, a pumpkin. Mom. I appreciate it. I love your mom. She's so cute. Um, George says, it's an American thing, buddy. And Kevin says, hoo-ah, George Nauer. I hope I said that. With Apple pie was this. invented in England. Where are our roots from? Eng England, but yes. it, was, it wasn't an American thing. It was actually originated in England in 1381. Where did pumpkin pie originate from then? Um, America, <laughs> probably. Yeah, I'm so excited to find out. <laughs> Do you guys think that pumpkin pie originated in America? George said, be humble, accept it. Early American settlers of the New Plymouth colony in southern New England. America! But where were they from? Britain? Britain? So, no, they so were set in the same places? So, okay, so it was the settlers from England settlers. in America yeah. that created it. In so, pre-America. Pre so so by, by, okay. by logic, pumpkin pie is more American than uh, apple pie. Sure. Because it was created on, on these grounds. Sure. I can totally see that. So, which is the more American pie, George? He's so pleased yeah. with himself. So <laughs> Kevin just like apple. <laughs> okay. I, I, I thought I proved a point, but I guess I didn't. I mean, you did logically. You 100% proved the point, but I knew mm -hmm. that you were not going to get the vets in the house to change <laughs> their opinion. That's okay. And Priscilla says, "Not at all, apple pie." That's fine. But I appreciate the effort with that because I'm surprised that like Pocahontas and John Smith are the ones that like invented pumpkin pie. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm pretty surprised about that. Okay, yeah. um, question number two. Before <laughs> we split over Britain and America, uh, that was what we the start another revolutionary. War was <laughs> Sweaters or blankets? Oh, what an exciting question! George still says apple pie. <laughs> What an exciting question that is. This is really probably the main reason why I prefer fall over everything is because, like Serena, coziness is exciting to me. Mm -hmm. So I... So, so here's the thing. It depends on the context. Where am I? If I'm anywhere <laughs> except my house, then it would be sweater. Sure. I'm not going like to... Like, I know some people are totally fine with it. At, like my wife, mm -hmm. which who has like a blanket perpetually, here. you know, here the at the church. church. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, so on, if I'm at the house, I would go blanket. If I'm anywhere else, I would go sweater. Priscilla says blanket. Rachel says blanket. Kevin Buck says blanket. Mama Chris says blanket. Kevin says heavy, heavy blankets in a very cold room. Johnny says hoodies. Um, so here's where I am. I normally do not allow the blending together of two things. I, you know me. I don't typically allow Switzerland in these, in these comments. However. Wait, what? Switzerland? Yeah, like whenever somebody, like if they, 
like Switzerland equals neutral. So if somebody's uh, like, I'm both, I'm like, no, you can't be Switzerland. Pick a side. Uh, um, I literally thought you were just very prejudiced against Switzerland. No, <laughs> I'm like, not to all of is. our viewers from Switzerland. We love you in Sweden. Switzerland, Switzerland. I said Sweden. I'm so sorry. I'm done talking about this, though. Here's where I'm going with my train of thought is that there is this thing. It's not a Snuggie. Those Snuggies paved the way for this bad boy. There is this thing that you can Google called the Comfy, and it's literally a blanket sweater. And Ooh. it is one of the things that I am most asking for for, you know, Christmas present, random Thursday present. Happy random Thursday, Barrett. Have a, have a the comfy. And it's it's like a size like 5X men's like blanket shirt thing that you can wear. I would it's wear it at impact. It's not a Snuggie because Snuggies <laughs> have open backs. This is closed oh. all the way. And it's like microfiber, and it's, oh my goodness, they look great. Michaela Hurlbert has one. She's the one who paved this, this train of thought for me. So if you're interested in a nice hybrid of the two, look up the Comfy, and it looks awesome. And they're very reasonably priced, only $40. So if you oh. feel like blessing, you know, here at the Lunch Plus crew, I'm not advocating for that. You don't have to send me presents, but um, the Comfy is my answer. Okay. For sure. That was my so, impassioned. So you just played like, Switzerland. Yeah, basically. Okay. That was my impassioned, like, plug for the comfy. So sponsorship, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Your mom says, that's my kind of sweater. George says, yeah, no, Barrett, we have bins and bins <laughs> of blankets. That's not a blanket, though. It's a shirt. It could go in my closet. Um, mm -hmm. Next question. <laughs> Jumping in leaf piles or crunching leaves? Crunching leaves. What? That was a very quick, very assertive answer, I know, but I'm oh. team crunching leaves. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. same here. Like, I, I appreciate the initial, this is so much fun about jumping in a great big pile, but mm. then you've got the leaf remnants on you. It's mm. like sand, yeah. but in leaf format, because it just gets everywhere. Yeah, no, it's not fun. Yeah, um, no. Yeah, no. Honestly, whenever Serena and I would would go on walks, like we would, like we would be zigzagging around, mm -hmm. finding all the crunchy leaves to step on. Mm -hmm. So yeah, one hundred percent crunchy leaves. I feel like a giant, and I'm like destroying things as I walk, like with the crunchy leaves. I'm like, like, <laughs> like little communities of of loving people. In not their of families. loving people, but of. <laughs> Just things. Well, <laughs> have you ever seen Horton Hears a Who? That's where I went in my brain. There could be like <laughs> there could be who's. all community <laughs> Whoville, die Whoville. How many Who's do you think that we've killed <laughs> in the crunching of our leaves? <laughs> so many. Uh, Kevin says jumping all in. Rachel says crunching leaves. I got I lost a shoe in a leaf pile. You lost it? Couldn't you like dig? Yeah. Four. It's like, she says no. In the booth, she's like, nope. I'm not going back in there. I'm not going to lose my other shoe. <laughs> Priscilla says, jumping in over and over and over. I like crunching pine cones. Oh, crunching pine cones is one of the most satisfying things in the world. Oh, man. George really says, is. crunching leaves. Mama Chris says, jumping and running through the leaves. Mm. Uh, I bet your mom is so fun. Like, I, mm -hmm. I'm so excited to meet your mom. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, crunching leaves is definitely, it's like <coughs> ice. Like, you know when you walk over a pile, or not a pile, a puddle that's like been frosted over on the top and you step really hard and it crunches that? Have you ever done that? Sure. Is that like a sure, like, no, but I'm going to agree with you to no, move I'm us sure, along? I'm, I'm sure I did. I just, 
I just don't recollect oh, it. Those are so fun. Rachel says the leaf pile was too big to find it. Trust me, I looked. <laughs> wow. Wow, that's a big leaf pile. Okay, next question, and I think our last question of the day. Favorite flavor of autumn? And yes, I did pronounce the N on purpose. It went away. I couldn't read the flavor options, but I know that. It's okay. Uh, maple, Pumpkin. apple spice, or apple something. Pumpkin spice, cinnamon, nutmeg. What, what's your favorite flavor? It could be something that wasn't up there. Like your favorite flavor of autumn could be like rosemary for when you season meat to taste like Thanksgiving. Um, Priscilla says so, nutmeg and cinnamon. That's pretty much pumpkin spice, right? Nutmeg and cinnamon are two of the big ingredients of pumpkin spice, uh, they, along with like I think, pumpkin. Well, no, no, like a, a pumpkin, like a pumpkin spice seasoning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, yeah I think there's those no are pumpkin in there. In yeah, those are definitely in it. Are those you, are like two of the main ones. Sorry. In the seasoning or in the flavoring? Because the seasoning and flavoring are different. Like Starbucks doesn't have pumpkin in it, but mm. I feel like the spice. Yeah. yeah, the pumpkin spice seasoning has that in it. Anyway, anyway Kevin Nowicki says venison. <laughs> deer. <laughs> the taste of autumn is deer. Mm -hmm. uh, Rachel says cinnamon. Rachel has lots of... Uh, Rachel, you gotta pick one, babe. She says <laughs> apple or maple and cinnamon. <laughs> <laughs> so three of the four that you put up there. And then Priscilla's favorite flavor is the Christmas tree scent. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just picturing Priscilla walking through a Christmas tree farm and licking the trees. Mm. Uh, it tastes uh, so good through my nose. <laughs> what a good flavor. I, I do, we actually have a, a Christmas tree uh, yeah. candle at our house that we've been burning for a while and it's such a good, satisfying yeah. scent. Your but, mom, oh sorry. sorry. No. I was actually just about to say apple cider. Go mom. That's us high-fiving through the camera. For me, cinnamon is the scent of winter, because that's what my mom always sprayed mm. through our house at Christmas yeah. time. So that's the scent of winter. So fall for me is probably more like maple-y, like maple apple somewhere in there. So what I, is maple apple. flavor? Is that just like syrup? I like syrup. Have you never had like maple flavored cookies? Or, whoa. The only thing maple flavored I've ever had was syrup. Maple Whoa, syrup. guys, I, I need to find maple flavored things to just make, and it'll be a segment of Buddy Eats Maple Things, and you <laughs> watch eats it. Buddy Maple Things. Um, maple flavored donuts are bomb. They're so good. It sounds sticky. Oh, but they're so good. Oh, my gracious. Um, do you like maple? It's good. Molasses cookie. Okay, we're, we're going down a whole different thing. <laughs> uh, that was family chat. These have been our fall questions. Right now, we are about to hop into our first segment of the day, which is Bible trivia. Get your answers ready. Get ready to win some yeah. free Get your money, answers money, ready. Because you know the question, so it's true. get your answers ready. It's true. Here we go. <laughs> it's time for Bible trivia. Share the broadcast. Take this time and do that, and we're going to... Give it over to Buddy. Bacon, I've had that.
Guys, bear, I don't know if you could hear Barry talking about all the maple flavored things, but there's apparently a lot of maple flavored things that I'm now realizing I've had. Anyway, uh, welcome to the Lunch Plus broadcast. We have an awesome show for you today. First up, we have Bible trivia. After Bible trivia, we have our newest segment, the five second challenge, followed by a time of confessions. After that, Barry's giving her top 10 vintage TV shows. Followed by What's the Word? We got a powerful show for you today. But first up, we have Bible trivia with me. It's going to be awesome. It's up. And we're back to me. So uh, here's how Bible trivia works. We, this is your opportunity to win a free gift card on us. Here's how it works. We're going to put up some, some multiple choice questions on the screen and as they come up, you're going to put your answer in the, in the comments, and you're going to put it like this. So for question number one, you're going to put a one, and then A, B, C, or D, whatever your answer is. That way we know which question we're on and which answer you're giving. Um, so make sure you put uh, the number of the question and, the, and your answer A, B, C, or D, as, as um, Priscilla has put in the comments and Kevin also on YouTube. That's how we would like for you to answer. Um, that way we just know who's, who's uh, commenting, which question and all that jazz. Also, uh, we, we want you to know that the first person to get that answer right on our restream chat is gonna be the one who gets the prize. So it might look different on your screen than what we, what we have coming through on our, on our chat, but we're gonna be basing this off of what we see on our screen here in the studio. All right, so are you guys ready for Bible trivia? It's going to be awesome. It's going to be exciting. Get your Google search ready. Get your fingers ready. We're going to jump in. We're going to dive into question number one for today's Bible trivia. What's question number one? According to John, how long was Jesus' earthly ministry? Was it A, four years, B, 30 years, C, three years, or D, 100 years. How long was Jesus' earthly ministry? Ooh, I see him coming in the comments. I see him coming in quick. I see a lot of answers over on YouTube. Where are my Facebook people at? There, they're coming in, they're coming in. All right, what's, our, what's the answer? How long was Jesus' earthly ministry? It was C, three years. And congratulations, Arabella, that one goes to you. Arabella was our first commenter with that one. Man, I got, I got all the burps today. <laughs> ah, pray for me. The Lord is good. Well, well done, Arabella. Make sure you reach out to us, and we'll make sure we get that uh, gift card to you. All right, let's jump into question number two. Question number two. Which Babylonian king went insane and ate grass like an ox? Was it A, King Nebuchadnezzar? Was it B, King Ahab? Was it C, King Herod? Or was it D, King Kong? Which Babylonian king went insane and ate grass like an ox? You can find, I'll give you a hint, if this is a hint. Um, you can find it in the book of Daniel. You can find it in the book of Daniel. Which Babylonian king went insane and ate grass like an ox? The answer is... A, King Nebuchadnezzar, and that one over on YouTube also goes to Arabella. Well done, Arabella. You're rocking it. Well done. Super pleased with you. All right, let's jump into question number three now. Question number three for a gift card. 
Noah's ark was made from what type of wood? Was it A, cedar? Was it B, acacia wood? Was it C, gopher wood? Or D, hundred acre wood? <laughs> <laughs> Which ark, or Noah's ark was made from what type of wood? Noah's ark was made from what type of wood? I see the answers coming in the comments right now. Bum, 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 bum. The answers are coming in. They're coming in quick. What type of Noah's Ark was made from what type of wood? Oh, I see the answer over on YouTube. Mar Miss Marilyn, the answer is C. Gopher wood, also known as cypress wood. Right? Something like that. I, I probably should have had that confirmed. But it, it is C, gopher wood. Well done, Miss Marilyn, over on YouTube. That goes to you. Uh, all right, moving on to question number four. Question number four in today's Bible trivia. The book of Philemon was written by Paul and which of his com companions? Was it A, Barnabas, B, Timothy, C, Silas, or D, St. Nicholas? The book of Philemon was written by Paul and which of his companions? Was it Barnabas? Was it Timothy? Was it Silas? Or was it St. Nicholas? And I see the correct answer over on YouTube. It goes to Arabella. What's the answer? It is B, Timothy. Well done, Arabella. You're, you're, you're doing well. You're doing very well. Congratulations, Arabella. You, that's your third one of the day. All right. Moving on to our final question of the day. I just looked directly into the light, so give me a second because I won't be able to read it. All right. Final question. In a vision, what did Jacob see angels ascending and descending from heaven on? Was it A, a stairway? Was it B, a ladder? Was it C, chariots of fire? Or was it D, an escalator? What did Jacob see angels ascending and descending from heaven on? Was it a stairway to heaven? Was it a ladder? Was it chariots of fire? Or was it an escalator? All right, the correct answer is... It's B, a ladder. And once again, that one goes to Arabella over on YouTube. Also, I would just like to say, Diane Tucker, you got the 100th commenter today, so you also get a gift card. So well done. Make sure you reach out to us, and we'll make sure we get those into your hands. All right? Well, guys, thank you so much for joining us today for Bible Trivia. Now we're going to be moving on to the five-second challenge. This is our newest segment. It's a lot of fun. Uh, so stick around. It's going to be a lot of fun. Now we're moving on right there, right now. We'll see you there, right now. After this transition video, we'll see you right there.
Guys, welcome to the five second challenge. This is our newest segment. We started this last week and I thought it was yep. pretty fun. Yeah, we had fun. It's a challenge though. Yes, yeah. it was. It keeps making me think of the five second rule though. Am mm -hmm. I the only one that keeps thinking of yeah. that? That's when you drop food. And if it's under five seconds, you can eat it. Yes. Yeah, so that's how this game goes. We take food, drop it on the ground. And, and then, then choose whether we eat it or not? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. No, I'm in for <laughs> that's not it. the five second challenge. Here's how the five second challenge goes. All right, we're gonna put something on the screen. One of you guys will be looking at the screen, the other one will not. Mm -hmm. And so you'll have five seconds from the time that it, the item comes up. See, t so last week we did movies. Yes. All right, it was movie titles and you had five seconds to get the other person. Yeah. Uh, so we had five seconds to read it and then to share. Um, to give a clue. To, to give a clue to get the other person to guess what movie it is. Yeah, yeah. This time we're doing it's more unconventional uh, sports. So it's not, oh. it's not your like traditional baseball, okay. soccer, basketball. You know, some of these are Olympic sports, some of them are not. Most of them are Olympic sports. But, so, so whenever you see it, you're gonna have five okay. seconds to come up with a clue, vocalize the clue. Okay. But I'm gonna be generous. I'm gonna make today the seven second oh, challenge. Oh, thank you, appreciate that. That gives oh. us two oh. seconds to read it, five seconds to figure it out. <laughs> exactly. And say something. Yeah. I don't so, even know when the last Olympics were. Like, did they get canceled or something? No. Not no, yet. not yet. No. When are they coming up? Like, I don't. The, the Olympics happens every two years. Yeah. Um, okay. Summer, so, yeah. And then summer. four years. And then it's four for the years. Other summer, for but the... it's two. Yeah. yeah. So this will be fun. Yeah. Yes. So they're they're not all Olympic sports. Okay. You know, mm -hmm. so that'll help. They're mm -hmm. just they're just sports mm -hmm. that you've probably never played. Or okay. You oh, probably okay. have played. I don't know. Am it depends. I well? Mm. So, you know what, Good I'll luck. have, <laughs> Kevin, since, since you're a veteran, I'll have you give the clue first. Okay, I'll give right? the clue. And then, so Marky, make sure you don't look at the okay. screen. Yeah. And again, you'll have seven seconds, seven because seconds I'm generous. You'll have seven seconds, and I'll count down. We'll see how um, To give a clue. And um, guys, you can participate in the comments too. Whenever it comes up, share whatever your clues are yeah. to, help, to help us out. All right, so. Uh, Marky, look away. You can you can <laughs> you look got, at Kevin if you'd rather, me, or you can look at the so wall. You can see how bad this is. Um, all right, all right. Let's put the first one up on the screen. Uh, this is with a, a small thin sword. Uh, oh, um, what is that called? Tent fencing. Yeah. Yep. Hey, well done. You, yes. Did see, I get it or you yes. got it? No, you, you don't have to get it within the seven seconds. He just has I to get the clue the within clue. the seven seconds. Oh, how long do I have to answer? It, uh, yeah, well, it takes you to I mean, he it out. just Yeah, he just has to stop talking. You'll get, oh. one, you'll get a guess. Yeah. Whatever you oh, get. Oh, I'm not timed on my answer? No. no. Oh. I just The hard thing <laughs> is coming up with the clue, trust me. Oh, okay. Wait for this. Oh. Okay. As soon as you said that, I knew instantly what it was. I just had to think of the name. Yeah. All right, Marky, now you look at the screen, Kevin. You don't. Okay. Okay. All right, put the next one up. Um, it's twirling and it's you have a partner sometimes and you're on ice. Figure skating. Nice. Yeah. Well I got done. an easy one. <laughs> I, I liked all that. That was helpful. The dancing part I got too. that, yep. Oh, I, I forgot to mention, you cannot use any words that are on the screen. Oh, right. okay. Okay. Yeah. So you, as you, soon as you I didn't. said ice, I was like, yeah. is that in the name? Yeah, it wasn't it was ice skating. It yeah, was it wasn't ice skating. skating. So. It was figure skating. You did yeah. well. Okay. All right. All right, Marky, yeah, you don't look, Kevin. Now you look. All right. Here we go. Our next item. Oh, guys swimming around with a ball and they try to throw it in a goal. Swimming with a ball? <laughs> what? When does that happen? Uh, Summer Olympics. Summer Olympics. They swim with a ball? Yes. 
Uh, it's called swimming with a ball. <laughs> Whoa, that was perfect. <laughs> you got it. No, no, you didn't get it. Oh. <laughs> it's called water polo. Have you never heard of that? You ever heard of water polo? Maybe. <laughs> okay, Maybe. I thought that was a good clue. <laughs> Water polo. Water polo. What? Water polo. Water polo. Oh, that's a good guess. Never, yes. I think I've heard of that, but I've never watched that. Oh dear, it's a oh, brutal game. Oh yeah, guys no. trying Seriously. to drown each other. It's it's a rough game. Yeah, I would I would not be able to do that. Oh, I would not want to do that because it's not like you're like in a shallow swimming no. pool either. You're treading water the whole time. Yeah. Wow. All right, next I. Oh wait, 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 wait. Who's looking? Kevin's looking. You're not. I'm not looking. No, no wait, no, no. I just you're looking. Okay. Kevin's not. Okay. Next one. Um, you have these things that come at you really hard and really fast, and they're bouncy. And dodgeball. Yeah. Wow. Dodgeball. I couldn't say ball. Is that ball. the right answer? Yeah, that's oh, the right hey, answer. Oh, hey, dodgeball. I couldn't say ball. So that's that was a or dodge. I yeah. Thought, I didn't think. Well, I'm thinking Olympic sport, and I'm thinking mm. nope. Oh yeah, because it's not. I, right. I don't know. It could be in the Olympics for all I know. I know. Well done. All right, let's do one more, and then we'll jump into okay, confessions. I'm look. All right, okay. one more. Kevin's your looking. looking. Oh, it's there. Okay, a little tiny ball, uh, wooden paddles over a little tiny net. Tennis? What? A net? A little tiny net? Mm -hmm. A little ball? Mm -hmm. Over paddles? Mm -hmm. It's it's not it's not tennis. Is it? What is it? Is it is it the is it the? I'll give you five seconds. Is it the British sport that they play in like the 19, early nineteen hundreds? I don't know what sport. <laughs> what sport are you talking about? All right. What was it? It's a uh, table tennis or ping table pong. Table tennis, ping pong. Ping Oh, I said tennis. Yes. So can right. I have half a point? No. Because <laughs> those yeah. are completely different sports. Wait, what little sport were you talking about? The the, the badminton. The, yeah. Uh, badminton. No, it's not a wooden battle. You. All right. Well, hey guys, thanks for joining us for the five second challenge. That was a lot of fun. Oh, you guys made it. Oh, oh, oh. Thank, you. Thank, Thank you. Thank you very much. Which isn't saying a lot for this right there, but so what did he win? No, we both. No, no, you're, you're, you're and thank you're you for the together. seven seconds. We're doing by the this way, together. Yes, yeah. we're, oh. we're a team. Yeah. Because oh. if, if so you were going win. against each other, one person could easily sabotage oh. the other. Person. Yes, that so. wouldn't even be fun. We're all winners. Yeah, we all get a trophy. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, guys, thanks for joining us for the five second challenge. Now it's time for confessions with Marky. It's going to be powerful, so stick around for that. We'll see you right on the other side of this transition. most exciting parts of the day. I'm really excited and privileged to be able to have this time with you. Um, and what's really cool about our confessions is that they're all based on the word. I've actually been reading the word at times and been like, oh, this is where this con confession number two or whatever, this is this verse and this is this verse and this is this verse. They're so closely connected to the scriptures that you can actually identify certain scriptures with them because they really are just the plain written word of God combined for your everyday life as you join with us. And like Isaiah 55, 11 says, it is the same with my word. It always produces fruit. It will accomplish all I want it to do and it will prosper everywhere I send it. So this word is being sent into your home, which means your home is prospering today. 
your home, everyone here is prospering. So I think that's really awesome that the word is going in, the direct word. It's not just my word, it's not anyone else's. So I want you to comment right now and say, my home prospers today, which is awesome because of these confessions. And also remember to apply faith as we say these because Hebrews 11:6 6 says, without faith, it is impossible to please God. And as we apply faith, that means we are pleasing God, which is awesome. So this is a time where we can, we can please God in this moment. We can please God with our faith as we go through these confessions. So let's go into our confession for today. It is confession number four. You can put it up on the screen. Every weapon, and say them with me, every weapon formed against us is exposed will not prosper and is destroyed. And now let's make it personal. Every weapon formed against me is exposed, will not prosper, and is destroyed. So another, I wanted to give you another verse just to encourage you. Revelation 12, 11 says, And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony. You just gave a word of testimony. You just gave a word, which means you are overcoming right now. Today is an overcoming day for you. So I want you to type in the comments and say, Today is my day to overcome, whatever that may be. If that's sickness, if that's lack, worry, anxiety, whatever it is, today is your day to overcome. And thank you for joining me for confessions today. Now we're moving on to top 10. Top 10 with Barrett and Kevin Nowicki. It's going to be awesome. So see you in a little bit. Just for a second. Okay. Hi. Hi, Barrett. Oh, there's a height difference. There is a height difference. There's also a zoom difference. I'm going to hop on. We are going to take some time and just pray a blessing over y'all real quickly. Y'all get ready for today. Today's yeah. word has a seed of life in it for you. Yeah. And so right now, just prepare yourself, like get ready and get expectant yeah. because the Lord has good things for you today. Yeah. So just say it with us. Say, God, I receive, I receive what you have for me today. For me today. I, prepare my heart. I prepare my heart. Fill me with you. Fill me with you. And I will keep the seed of the word. And I will keep the seed of the word. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. It's going to be so good. And now I believe, are we ready? Yes? No? Sure. We're just going to hop into top 10. It's going to be good. So stick with me as I bring Kevin on to do top 10 oldie TV shows. Guys, it is time for top 10. You know that you missed top 10. I missed top 10. 
And I brought Kevin on because I know that Kevin has slightly more experience with today's top 10 list than I do. That is the nicest way I've ever been told that I was older you're than not. you. You're <laughs> not. Okay, so you're older. I'm glad that you said older because I was, did you I hear the I am not prepared? old. I know. Did you hear the prepared? Old. You're not old. Praise God. To come out. You're nice not. confession. Boom. <laughs> but today we are going to go through some oldie but goodie TV shows. You know, there's lots of talk about what's on TV now, but... The, OG TV is really where it's at. Vintage TV shows are so good. And I grew up watching these. So we are going to hop in with my personal top 10 old, good, golden shows. And they, I'm going to, I'm going to give a little bit of the parameters. Okay. None of these shows go past the seventies. They're all, right. they all stop in the seventies. Awesome. So we, we don't touch any in the eighties. I needed to give pastor Nicole some understanding of why like the A team wasn't going to be on here because right. I knew she'd be looking for it. So the A team is not on here just as a heads up, but we're going to dive in with my number 10 and that is done to done. Let's put it up. Number 10 is the Andy Griffith Show. Oh, absolutely. Andy Griffith has got to be on everybody's top 10. For sure. What a great show. So I have some factoids because why wouldn't I? Right. Um, so the Andy Griffith Show, 1960 to 1968, neither the show nor Andy won any awards. Ever. Get out of here. But it never placed lower than seventh on the Nielsen rating. And the Nielsen rating is what like gauges TV shows how right. well they're doing while they're on the air. It never placed lower than seventh. But n the show nor Andy never won. I don't believe that. Yeah, never did. Isn't that a trip? Shocking. Wow. So that is my number 10. And bonus, you can go visit Andy Griffith Town here in North Carolina. Tell us about that. I Where is it, Pearl? You've been. Do you know where it is offhand? I know, I know it's down here somewhere. So you can, it's Mount where? Airy? Mount Airy. Mount Airy has it. So Very you can cool. like go, you can go visit here. So how could it not be in the top 10? It just makes me want to whistle. You were earlier. There I was, was There was much, there was much whistling. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so that is number 10. Here we go to number nine. My husband is on. He should be very pleased because here we go with number nine. Burr-da-durr. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Star Trek, the original series. The original series of Star Trek. Yes. This yeah. is on not because I think it's awesome, mm -hmm. but because I am one with my husband. Yes. And he thinks it's awesome. Yes. Yeah, so um, growing up, I didn't get to watch this a lot, but my father was a huge Trekkie. Yeah. All right, and he told me all about it. He was huge on Star Trek. It was a big deal. I, what I, was that squirrel sound? In I here? know. <laughs> I, I'm assuming that's a Star Trekky sound. <laughs> I could be wrong. Uh, Pastor, Beam me up, Will. Pastor Nicole says, "I love Lucy, Andy Griffith, Beverly Hillbillies, Dukes of Hazard. Dukes of Hazard is not old enough to be on right, this list. Right. Um, does get included because it started in 1979. It 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 started in the 70s, but it goes into the 80s. Right. If it touched the 80s, I didn't put it on the list. Um, tell me in the comments, just like Pastor Nicole did, what are your favorite old?" Oldie but goodie TV shows. Here's some cool stuff about the about Star Trek. 
It created in the 80s, not so it was it was made in uh, 1966 through mm -hmm. 69, so only three seasons. Right. But then it had this resurgence in the 80s and had three sequels plus a prequel. But then it just exploded and yeah. like this cult following. So there's yeah. so much Star Trek stuff out there, right? Including the Trekkies who learned the language of Klingon. So mm -hmm. this is something you can learn how to speak. I I don't know this for a hundred percent, but I've heard it said that you can go. And I don't know if it was Harvard or Yale, but it's one of those top schools where they taught Klingon, like as a language. And I'm like, you're going to spend like $50,000 to go learn Klingon? Like, I don't know. That's not nerdy at all. <laughs> <laughs> so for sure. Um, Buddy says they can't Serena have gone to the Andy Griffith Museum. That's pretty cool. Oh, cool. Okay. So that was number nine. Right. Here's number eight. I, I'm excited about number eight. Number eight is one of my personal favorites. <clears throat> The Carol Burnett Show. Oh, absolutely. Carol Burnett is, like, I enjoy, I enjoy Carol. Yes. Yeah. She, so I, I just think she's so cool. This show won 25 Emmys. Wow. It was on from 67 to 78. So it was on for a while, right, 11 right. seasons. And the show Mama's Family was the spinoff from mm -hmm. um, the Carol Burnett show, which I didn't realize that till yesterday. Right. Um, Carol Burnett won, has won the Mark Twain Prize for American Comedy because of this TV show. And she really paved the way for SNL, like for, for that type of, yeah. of that um, variety show, variety sketch yeah. comedy. Like I know that Bob Hope did that as well like yeah. when he had his show, but she really paved the way for that type because SNL didn't start until the year before for her show went off the right, air. Right. So yeah. I thought hers Ma was cool. One of my favorite comics came from that show. Who? Tim Conroy. That's cool. Oh my word, that guy is so funny. Just the looks on his face just cracked me up. That's really, yeah. really cool. Yeah. She and I mean she did all this like back when it was not like super easy for women to do right, this. So right. I, I think she's a super cool one. Yeah. Um Priscilla says that she's sad she missed that she missed the Carol Burnett show. Mama Crabtree likes Carol Burnett. Yes. Um, <laughs> uh, it is not like the Amanda show, buddy, but, but I'm sure the Amanda show is trying to be like it. Sure. Yep. Sure. <laughs> In the background, buddy is smiling. So, so excitedly. Now, like, <laughs> I'm sorry. Help me out. What is, what is Pastor Nicole saying? You should pull on your ear at the close of each lunch. Plus what is, is that a Carol Burnett thing? Yeah. I, yep, it is, it is, as are people watching wow. in the studio say. I didn't know that. I, I don't know it enough to know oh. all that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yep. I didn't know it, like, right offhand, but that makes total sense. Okay. Here we go. Next is number seven, which is the Beverly Hillbillies. <laughs> I... I watch the Beverly Hillbillies all the time. This is one that I frequented a lot. This is the, it was on in 1962 through 1971, and it's the first of a series of three shows that the showrunner created. Beverly Hillbillies was the first, and 16 of its episodes are in the top 100 of all time most watched TV shows. No kidding. So 16 of the shows comprise like over a tenth of them comprise the top wow. 100 most watched TV shows. Wow, I'd still watch it today. For sure. Yeah, it's totally funny. I really like one. Next, speaking of Beverly Hillbillies, next on my list, number six is Petticoat Junction. Yes. Oh, have you guys ever watched this? Exciting. You can watch this on Amazon Prime now for free. It's on Amazon Prime because I watched it 
recently. No kidding. <laughs> but Petticoat Junction, just for me personally, this was a show I was telling Mr. Kevin Buck off screen that I got my bedtime extended to 7.30 so that way I could watch the Petticoat Junction growing up. Um, it was, it, the spinoff to this one is Green Acres, which I'm sorry to disappoint you. It's not on my top 10. I do enjoy it, but it wasn't on my top 10. But the third show is Beverly Hillbillies, Petticoat Junction, Green Acres. Can you name all the daughters from Petticoat Junction? Billy Joe, Bobby Joe, Betty Joe. Boom. Sure can. <laughs> awesome. Billy, or Marquis says that is where Billy, her sister's name came from, so that's oh, pretty okay. cool. Okay, number five. We're cracking into the top five. Number five is Gilligan's Island. Okay, so I watched this a lot, but I... I had no frame of reference for how long it was on the air. It was only on the air for three seasons. Yeah. That shocked me. So here's some other fun factoids I didn't know, be, okay. and these are all informed to me by Wikipedia. Mm -hmm. um, it had three movie sequels, but it was canceled very quietly and very last minute. That's why there were only three seasons mm. to protect Gunsmoke. Gunsmoke was on the chopping block, but because there was such like a strong fan base for it, they chopped Gilligan's Island right last minute before the new se like the new season came out. So they the cast, a lot of them found out when they were on vacation getting ready for the next season. Wow. So wow. that Gilligan's Island gave up its life for Gunsmoke. So there you guys go. Thank you, Gilligan's Island. <laughs> You know, I think Bob Denver, the, the actor that played yeah. Gilligan, didn't he pass away recently, a couple years ago? I'm not sure. Anyway. Anyway, so that's number five. Number four, getting into my number four. Here's why, here's what I watched before Petticoat Junction, Mr. Ed. Okay, so I was telling, we have a, a, a Mr. Ed here in the church, and he has requested that I call him Eddie and not Mr. Ed, because that's, that's a horse. So that's, that's why I have to do that. But <laughs> Mr. Ed was actually inspired by a short, uh, a short children's story is written by Walter R. Brooks. And so that's where it came from. Not many stations wanted to pick it up at first, but they finally found one that would. And it was on from 61 to 66. So five seasons. It's wonderful. Awesome. It's, I, I really, did you like Mr. Ed? I did. I did. It was cute. Did you guys like Mr. Ed? Uh, which of these is your favorite so far? I see lots of excitement about Gilligan and um, Priscilla, Priscilla and Julie and Mama Jan are talking about it in the comments. I loved Mr. Ed. Mm -hmm. And then here's our top three. Oh, well, my top three. Right. Okay. Number three, the Brady Bunch. How could you not? Yeah. Like the Brady Bunch is, is one of the most iconic. Do, 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 do. I want to do this with our green screen, quite frankly. Can we do that? I really want this to be like our opener where all of our heads are just in there. Oh, that would be so much fun. I, I think so. But <laughs> uh, did you like the Brady Bunch? Like, was, I did. I loved the Brady Bunch. It was, it, was, uh, it was fantastic. I watched it so much that I didn't realize that it actually went off in the <laughs> 70s. Like, I thought they were still making episodes well into the 80s. That's how much I watched it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and... But here's the, so the Brady Bunch, I, I, they had one spinoff series that came from it, right. but then at least eight movies. Oh yeah. Like I went through and I started counting and there are just so many, like mm -hmm. it, there was a ton. And then one of its shows is also on um, the top 100 shows of all time, most watched. But then this is a show that also won no awards. No kidding. Nothing for the Brady Bunch. Wow. It was on from 69 to 74. And real quick, who's your favorite, Marsha or Jan? Okay, so um, I, I really like Jan. I understand. I like Jan. Marsha was just 
So pretentious. Well, I liked Marsha a whole lot. <laughs> Going back to Gilligan real quick, did you like Ginger or Marianne? That was um, a divisive one. I'm totally into Ginger. Oh, I was Marianne. She was smoking. Oh, my goodness gracious. <laughs> but Ginger knew it. Yeah. yeah. I liked she Marianne. Okay, number two. Here we go, here we go, here we go, go, go. Leave it to Beaver. Like, how can you not be happy watching this TV show? This TV show, like, exemplify, or, like, it, it really is the standard of TV for, right. like, what the ideal suburban family looks like. And it had a spinoff show, too. I didn't know this. Yeah. It was called, like, the new Leave it to Beaver, which oh, no makes kidding. me laugh really hard. <laughs> like, wow. Yeah. I'm going to have a spinoff. I'm just going to put the new word new there. It's going to be good. In the 80s, they tried to do, a uh, like, a kind of a comeback with the original characters. That's in fact. cool. Yeah, but it just it didn't take off. But when you think of the the the... The definition, yeah. nuclear family, yeah. that's what you look at is, For sure. is the beaver, the cleavers. For sure. Yeah. This one was on from 57 to 63, Leave It to Beaver. Were you guys big Leave It to Beaver fans? I see in the comments that Mama Jan says that she was Team Marsha. <laughs> um, okay, so number one. Pastor Nicole, I love you. This is for you. It's also my opinion. Number one is, I love Lucy. Lucy, you got some splaining to do. That was terrible, but you know. Um, I love Lucy is, like, yeah. I don't think you get better than that. Yeah, no, that was a, a wonderful show. Very funny. Yeah. And, and again, another leading lady yeah. that was impressive for that time. Yeah. yeah. Like, and she and she and Desi were so good together. It was on from 51 to 57. It's the oldest TV show on this list. And Pastor Nicole has come alive in the comments. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> she is just quoting it. Here we go. Uh, Priscilla says, number one, for sure is I Love Lucy. Mama Jan says Lucy. Uh, so I Love Lucy mm -hmm. was, I thought this was very cool. I Love Lucy is the first TV show that ended its series at the top of the Nielsen rating list. No kidding. Like it was the first one to go off the air before it stopped being popular. Followed by the Andy Griffith show, mm -hmm. and then followed by that was Seinfeld. So wow. I Love Lucy really paved the way of ending on a high note. And then it won five Emmy Awards. It has 21 nominations of awards won. And it's the very first show to ever be inducted into the Hall of Fame of television. No kidding. Mm -hmm. That's very cool. I Love Lucy is pretty awesome. Absolutely. So these are my vintage TV shows, oldies but goodies. Do you like this list? I know I left Gunsmoke off. I was about to say, you know, conspicuously, you left all the Westerns off. No Bonanza, no Gunsmoke, no Rifleman. I've never it's seen cool. them. I've oh, never really? seen them. Oh, okay. So I, I have lots of respect, but in in order to be honest, I needed to, I've at least seen all of these shows on there, but Gunsmoke was an honorable mention in my heart. I've just never watched it. So those are, those are all. Well, it's good to have goals. Yeah, it's good to have goals. I'll watch them <laughs> and then I'll let you guys know. There but that's go. been top 10. We're going to hand it over to Pastor Ryan and Kevin for What's the Word today. We are continuing our How to Apply Faith to Win series. It's going to be a good one. Get ready. And here's Pastor and Kevin.
Hey guys, good morning. Hope you're doing great. I guess actually it's afternoon now. It is afternoon. It is, yeah. yeah. Welcome. Glad to have you, man. Thank you, sir. Good I'm so happy to be here. Amen. Welcome to What's the Word? We are continuing to talk about how to apply faith and when. And uh, we're talking about the different steps. Yesterday we talked about confession and the importance of confession. Did you like seeing how the world and heaven was programmed to move at what we say? Wasn't that cool? Yes, yeah, so powerful. Yeah. What people don't understand is there's so much power in what we say. It's it's really infinite, yeah. and we need to grab a hold of that. Amen. I, I just, you know, that verse that we talked about yesterday, we talked about and explained Deuteronomy 30, uh, 19, mm-hmm. and uh, talking about that and a lot of other verses, but it's just one of my favorite verses. One of the, my favorite things that the Lord showed me is how uh, the world is set to move at the choice we make. And God has pre-programmed that, it that way. So we're talking about in faith, we have to learn how to confess the Word of God. Today we're talking about we have to believe that we have received. So we're getting ready to jump in. If you haven't shared the broadcast already, go ahead and share it. And uh, welcome to Lunch Plus and What's the Word. And uh, let's go ahead and jump over to Mark chapter 11. And let's read this again. Now, if you know this uh, section of Scripture, then what we're looking at is uh, where Jesus wanted something to eat. And he comes by the fig tree. And uh, let's just take a look at that real quick. So if you go to Mark 11, 11, it says, He entered, Jesus entered Jerusalem and came into the temple. And after looking around and everything, he left for Bethany with the twelve, since it was already late. On the next day, when they had left Bethany, he became hungry. Verse 13, Seeing at a distance a fig tree in leaf, he went to see if perhaps he would find anything on it. And when he came to it, he found nothing but leaves, for it was not the season for figs. He said to it, May no one eat fruit from you again. And his disciples were listening. And uh, so here he is. One of the great things that's so important is that you know we are a part of a grafted-in tree yes. in the kingdom of God, and our job is to always be bearing fruit. There's one season in God, and that's production. That's fruitfulness. And uh, I, I heard David Hogan say this one time about this verse. He said, "Who are we that when the king, he's the king, when the king comes walking by to not have fruit on us? Mm-hmm. Who are we to think that it's okay to not have fruit on us?" And I love that thought. Uh, because it's really challenging. Who are we to say, well, I know it's not the season, Lord. He's the king. He's the king. He's the one. He, you know, he's the king of kings. He's yes. the Lord of lords. He's the creator of the universe. And this tree has the audacity to say, no, nah, you're the king, but I'm not having fruit on you. And we, need, we should apply that to ourselves and say, you know what? We don't have a right to say that either. We need to be winning souls, making disciples, uh, walking in power, walking in revelation, walking in the fruit of the Spirit. We need fruit. We need fruitfulness. And so then they come back. Uh, that evening, verse 19, when evening came, they would go out of the city, and as they were passing by in the morning, they saw the fig tree withered from the roots up. Verse 21, being reminded, Peter said to him, Rabbi, look, the fig tree which you cursed has withered. 
And Jesus answered and saying to them, have faith in God. And in the original language it says, have the God kind of faith. And then he gives uh, kind of a discourse, a very quick discourse on what is the God kind of faith. He explains what the God kind of faith looks like, how to do that. And that's what, he, that's what we're looking at here in verse 23 and 24 through 26. He says, truly I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be taken up and cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that what he says is going to happen, it will be granted him. Therefore I say to you, all things for which you pray, ask Believe that you have received them, and they will be granted you. Whenever you stand praying, forgive. And if you have anything against anyone, uh, uh, so that your Father who is in heaven will also forgive you of your transgressions. Verse 26 says, But if you do not forgive, neither will your Father who is in heaven forgive your transgressions. So just in looking at these scriptures, uh, when we're looking at how to apply faith and when, we talked about this. Uh, how do we apply faith and win? Number one, know that you're saved and put on hope. Two, see and deal with the attacks quickly. Three, apply faith and patience. And this, these scriptures really when, where you get into apply faith and patience. And so we looked at these steps under that. Applying faith and patience, number one, confess the promise or the nature of God. Two, believe that you have received, and that's what we're talking about today. Uh, three, transfer the weight. Four, set your eyes on the truth. Five, enter into rest. Six, don't doubt. Seven, forgive. Eight, work your faith. And nine, continuously thank Him and praise Him. Now today we're talking about believing you have received, and I think that that is one of the most important things that is in this, and I think this is a place where most people do not understand and they don't grasp it. So, and I think this holds them back from believing and actually receiving the promises. So, verse 23, truly I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, so they speak to the mountain, they confess, be taken up and cast to the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that what he says is going to happen, it will be granted him. Now, see, if they believe that what they say is going to happen, that's according to the Word of God, the Bible says... It will be granted to him. It will be granted. So many times there are people who are trying to believe, but they're not really believing. Right. Or they start believing and then they doubt. But they don't really believe that I'm going to get what I pray for. You know, what they'll do is they'll really think kind of like this in the world's terms, not Bible terms. I hope I'll get what I pray for. So they're wishing, you know, not Bible hope. Bible hope is a confidence. But I'm not talking about, I'm talking about how the world uses hope today. They're like, well, I hope it goes my way. You know, maybe right. it will, maybe it won't. But it says, believe and it will be granted him. And then it, it says this in verse 24. Therefore I say to you, all things for which you pray and ask, believe that you have received them and they will be granted you. Believe what? What are we believing? We're believing that we have received them, past tense, right. that I already have it. So now this is, this is where I think people, they, they kind of fall off of that. Mm -hmm. Because what the Bible is saying here is, let's say that we're praying for healing. 
and uh, we're agreeing uh, for you to get healed. And let's say your arms broke, right? Okay. And uh, yeah, good. Amen. And uh, <laughs> good example. And so then we pray. And we say, Lord, let that healing be. Let that arm uh, be healed now in Jesus' name. And so what happens is people are looking at that arm. They're looking at that arm. And the issue is that's where they're getting that. What they're believing is coming from what they see. Right. They're not believing based on the word. They're believing based on what they see. In other words, what they can see, feel, you know, smell, hear, mm-hmm. this is what's determining their faith. And so the, we know that the Bible says that the just don't live uh, by sight, but they live by faith. They live by faith, not by sight. And so when we're looking at that to get our answer of whether or not we're healed, we're already off base. Correct. Right. And, and I know you've seen that before, and I, I, I know you agree and you've seen this. But many times people are looking at what they can see to tell them whether or not they got healed. This is not believing that in the promises of God, this is believing in what you can see. Right. And so this, what happens is people don't know the difference between the spirit, soul, and body. And so they think that the real person, that their real person is the person that they see in the mirror. And they don't understand that the real you is a spirit being. And you can receive something in the spirit, the virtue and the anointing and the power of God. You can receive that in the spirit and it will go to work to straighten out that physical man, to fix that body. But we've received it first in our spirit man. In other words, so he says, when you pray, ask and believe that you have received and it will be granted. And so we're saying, Lord, I know that because of your promise, because of your goodness, I might not can see it just yet. I might not can can feel anything just yet, but I believe because you said that you are the Lord that heals me. You said that by his stripes, I was healed. You said that on that cross, uh, you bore my, you carried my sin and my sickness. You carried away my diseases. You said that. You said you sent your word and healed them. You said that that every sickness and disease is under the curse. And in Galatians 3.13, we're redeemed from the curse. And because you said that, I believe that I have received that healing. And and I'm not going to look at my body to find out whether or not that's so. I'm going to look at your word. You are true. Let every man be a liar. In other words, my my body can still lie to me, but your word doesn't lie to me. Correct. And And then they say, I believe I have received that healing now. And that's not necessarily something they can see. It's not necessarily something they can feel. It is by faith. I believe I have, I have it. And so Keith Moore has a song uh, that says, it's working, it's working, it's working in my body right now. It's working. That healing power of God is working in my body. You know? And what is he saying? I've received that healing power and it's working in me right now. Yes. And uh, so a lot of times people, uh, they see there's the gift of of healing, and then there's the gift of miracles. There's the working of miracles. And working of miracles is when it goes, when you pray for an arm and it goes, and it pops right. That's a 
miraculous healing, yes. but it's a miracle. But a healing is a restoration where that anointing starts working in your body. And it, it's like when you're getting rid of a cold, that's a restoration of the life of God that's forcing that cold out of your body. And that's a restoration. That's actually healing working. But it, a lot of times people, if they don't see miracles right at, they'll be like, well, I guess I didn't get healed. That's not true. That's not true. They can receive that in their body. It's working in their body. And all of a sudden they wake up one day and everything's healed. Uh, one, there's actually a picture that we have uh, from, I don't know that we have it ready to go up on the screen today, but there's a picture from Bishop Oyedepo's ministry in Nigeria where a guy had a, he had crushed his uh, arm and they had, I believe it was an aluminum uh, elbow joint, right? And he had, and he was praying for complete restoration and healing. And he went to bed that night and that elbow joint, I think it had been bothering him or something. When he woke up, he had a, I think it was him that had a dream that there were like angels operating on him. And when he woke up the next morning, he had a fully functional, completely healed arm and the elbow joint was laying on the bed. And we have a picture of that joint where uh, where the guy had that. So and see that's it. So he had received healing in his body, and it was working on him uh, the whole night. And and of course, angels helped out with some of that too. But that's the issue. That's the point: is that we have received it. Hallelujah. So we need to receive that. Have you seen that working in you before? I have. Yeah. And, and most recently, you know, you know this because I spoke to you about it the yeah. other day. I just, uh, in the past, at this time of year, when the seasons change, yeah. um, I typically have gotten this crud come upon me and I'd be coughing up all this filthiness and, and I'd get the hoarseness and, and the, the sinuses get involved and it's just, it's gross. You know what I'm talking about. And um, I came to pastor and, and I said, gee, you know, pastor, I don't know if I should, if I should come to church because I know I'm healed, but I don't, wanna, um, I don't want folks in church to, to think, oh my goodness, this guy's got, you know, the COVID and he's, yeah. he's with, you know, real close to me. And, uh, you know, pastor talked me through that. You, you spoke to me. He said, hey, do you have a fever? You have this, you have that. And, you know, you need to be in church. He says, but here's what's key. He says, the word says you are healed. I believe you are healed. Therefore, you're healed. Okay. Well, yeah. as soon as that hit my spirit, I said, well, I've got nothing to worry about. Yeah. Because I'm healed. Yeah. But here's the thing. Right after that, in the shower. Yeah. Up comes this nastiness. But that nastiness is not is not evidence that I'm not healed. That's right. The evidence is right here. Yes. The Word of God says I am healed. That's right. This, this, this nastiness that's coming out of the shower, that's a lie. Yeah. That's just a lie. And, and that was only a couple days ago. Right now, I have zero hoarseness. <laughs> I, have, yeah. I am as clear as a bell. Yeah. I feel great. I'm breathing through my nose just like, yeah. you know... Like well, you were concerned issue. even about coughing and sneezing right. all throughout the right. service. I didn't hear you once. Didn't happen once. Yeah. Didn't happen. As soon you, as I got here. You believed you have received it. Yes. You know? and, and that's the issue. We have to, this is the key to this step, is you believe I have received it. Yes. I have received it. Yes. I have it now. And then I'll have people say it, say, I have it now. I'm not waiting on it. It's mine. It's working in me now. Right. You know. 
Um, and that can be whether it's healing, uh, it can be finances, it can be protection. I have it now. You yes. know, restoration, deliverance. I have it now. You know, if somebody's believing to be delivered, like from a temptation or uh, an affliction of some sort, you know, I have that deliverance now in the name of Jesus. Yes. And when, so, notice that in those verses in Mark eleven, we're not believing necessarily in healing. Okay, correct. We're believing that we have received healing. And that's, there's a difference yes. there. And it, what it tells us to believe in is not that healing is available, not that God wants to heal us. It tells us to believe that we have received yes. healing. Yes. And there's a big difference of how people believe. So we're not even, because a lot of times, well, well, healing, I believe, you know, see, we can believe in healing yes. for years and years and years and never receive anything. That's right. But that it doesn't tell us to believe, believe in healing alone. It says, believe that you have received what you asked for. And so then what are we doing? This is an activation of our faith, not just an agreement with our faith. Right. So this is an activation of grabbing a hold of that and making it ours. All right, Lord, all right, let's go right here to uh, James chapter 1 and verse 5. James chapter 1 and verse 5. So this is talking about wisdom, mm -hmm. and it's also talking about faith. But it says in James 1, 5, but if any of you lacks wisdom, so let's, because we're going to talk about faith, ultimately the wisdom part of it, you could literally, you know, draw a line under that, make that a blank, and let's put in any part of salvation or any kind of promise in there. You know, let's say that if any of you lacks healing, health, if any of you lacks prosperity, if any of you lacks uh, deliverance or protection, mm -hmm. it, because of the setup of these verses, you could look at it the same way uh, and as far as how to apply faith. Yes. Now, he's given us a promise directly about wisdom, specifically about wisdom. Uh, so I'm not saying that about all the other things, but if God's made you a promise, he's, he's made you a promise and he'll bring it about. But this about wisdom, he's given us a specific promise here. But in the way of faith, you can apply this. So watch this. If any of you lacks... Let's just stop there. If any of you lacks, right, let him ask of God who gives to all generously and without reproach, and it will be given him. But he must ask in faith without doubting, for the one who doubts is like the surf of the sea, driven and tossed by the wind. For that man ought not to expect that he will receive anything from the Lord, being a double-minded man, unstable in all of his ways. So what he's saying here is, if somebody says, I believe that, that God can heal me, I believe that God will heal me, right? But here's what they're not doing. They're not believing that they have received their healing, 
They're not believing. And so what are they doing? If they're not actively saying, I believe he's given it to me now, and I believe that I have it now, there's a doubt about when this is going to happen, mm -hmm. how it's going to happen. And now that person is double-minded. Mm -hmm. But when they say, I believe he can heal me, I believe he will heal me, and I believe I have it now, now I'm not double-minded, and now I stay in that place. So let's say that it, you're not talking about wisdom, but talking about healing. If I look, keep looking at my arm that's broke, mm -hmm. and I keep looking at it and considering that, then eventually I might start to doubt, well, is this stuff working in my body or not? Right? Yeah, correct. Is this working in my body or not? I'm not sure. But if I consider not the, what I see, but I consider the promises that by his stripes I'm healed, and I consider those things, then I'm, I'm not going to doubt my heart. I will stay stable in my faith. And if I will stay stable in my faith, I will receive the promises of the Lord. But I have to receive, I have to believe I have received. I must believe that I have received. It's so very important that I believe not just in healing, but that I have received healing. Not just in prosperity, that, but that I have received prosperity. You see what I mean? Yes, sir. So <clears throat> if I'm hearing you right, um, so what you're saying is you're, you're just getting your, what you're saying in a line with what God has already said. Yes. And you're, yeah. you're, you're getting your tenses in a line with what he said. Yes. Because his, his yes. tenses are, are now. Yes. And, and if you're saying, well, it will happen in the future, well, no, it won't because God says yes. now. So really when you're saying that man is double-minded, he's, he's, he's reading or saying yes. what God said, but then he's saying something different than what God said. Yes, he's putting it off in the future. Faith is always now. And even in Hebrews 11:1, 1, now faith is. Now faith is. Faith is always in the now. So I'm not, when, I'm, when God's given us a promise, I'm not waiting on that promise. I receive it now in my spirit, man. I receive it now in my spirit. Hallelujah. So yeah, okay. and you're right. So I, we're lining ourselves up. In other words, I'm not waiting on this thing. Think about this. Are you, as a believer, are you in Christ? I am. You are, and Christ is in you. He is. And we know that because of Scripture, right? right? And is He, uh, you know, in hell? Is Christ in hell? No. Is Christ in the grave? No. No, where is He? He's here in me. Yeah, he's in you. Uh, positionally, he's seated at the right hand of the Father. Yes. He's in the place of victory. Yes. All right. So if he's in the place of victory, you're in the place of victory. Yes. See, we're not a lot. And this is a very important point. Uh, in other words, you already have all the healing and things that we need already. We have the healing. We have the prosperity. We have the deliverance. We have the protection. Why? Because we're in Christ and Christ can't be in lack because he's finished the work. Yes. And so what we're saying is what we already have, we just appropriate it, make it ours. The devil has tried to sell us a bill of goods that we have the curse. And we're saying, no, I reject the curse. I believe I have received my fullness in Christ now. Yes. We're lining up with him. I'm not waiting on that. 
I'm not waiting to be healed. I'm not waiting to be blessed. I'm blessed now in Jesus' name. Now, that doesn't mean that I haven't been walking in the curse. Maybe we've been walking in the curse, but faith is receiving the blessing and rejecting the curse right now. Right now, we're not waiting on it anymore. So we believe we have received. We believe we have received. Because think about this. Is Christ... Uh, I mean, is he lacking money? He doesn't lack anything. Is he lacking favor? No. Is he lacking in health? I mean, you see Christ you know, up sitting by the right hand of the Father. Oh, hey, Father, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> That's not in right. Jesus. Right. So why is it in us? Amen. Yeah. And, and you know, just as soon as uh, we were talking about this a couple of weeks ago, and I specifically, the Holy Ghost brought it up to me, and he said, call out allergies, right? Yes. Call out. It, Jesus is not sitting in heaven, you know, with a runny nose and a, and a crusted red nose because he's had allergies. That's right. He's not. Correct. He's not sitting there. So if we're in him and he's in us, then why are we allowing it? Right. What what is it that why are we allowing these things to go? Well, you know the you know the next day, because what does the Bible tell us about the enemy? He comes immediately yes. to steal the seed of the word. The next day, I got hit with allergies. Yes. He's like, okay, Pastor, you know, can you see the devil doing that? I know he's tried it with you too. He's like, okay, Pastor, let's see if you really believe this stuff. Yeah. And I was like. Oh, I do believe it. And, and I was feeling it for several days. But I was like, no, I reject these. Allergies stop with this generation. It will not go on in Jesus' name. Yes. My family is healed. They walk in divine health. They walk in divine healing. They don't, Jesus doesn't have allergies. We don't have allergies in Jesus' name. Now, what am I doing? Because I've never been attacked with allergies before? No, I was attacked right while I was saying it. Yes. It's that I'm recognizing this truth over those facts. Those may have been facts that tried to come, but I'm recognizing there's a truth that supersedes those facts. And I'm, I'm giving myself to them, and I'm allowing, I'm believing that I have received the truth yes. over the facts of that. And of course, it, it broke. You know, boom, it just started breaking. And, and that was the thing. It started trying to come in. I didn't realize the full attack. And then on Sunday, I mean, I felt like I could barely speak. Yeah. I was like, I'm here. You're watching faith in action right now. You're watching as I put down the flesh. And you could hear it as my voice got stronger and stronger yes. throughout the service. <clears throat> Why? Because the anointing, I was receiving that anointing to break the yoke of those allergies. And as we, as I talked and preached, and then that night, uh, Brother Trace was here. He laid hands on me. Next morning, I woke up. Everything was gone. Yes. It was just complete broken. Hallelujah. Amen. I believed I have received regardless of what the circumstances were. And it worked. And that's the way it's supposed to. We must believe that we have received. Yes. And we can't doubt. We have to, we have to believe, hey, I have this now. I have this now. And see, when you understand the balance of your body, your soul, which is the mind, will, and emotions, and your spirit, man, you start to understand how you can receive it. Even while it still looks broke, I can know that it's working in my body. If you think about the woman with the issue of blood, yes. when she reached out and touched the hem of his garment, and he says, he goes, who touched me? 
And I mean, he was, there was a crowd thronging him, it says. In other words, there was the press. Everybody was touching him, yeah. you know. And uh, we were taking a picture in Africa uh, earlier this year, and everybody wanted to get in the picture. And I was like right in the middle of the picture like this, and I was like, good gracious. I was like, so this is what Jesus felt like in that. And uh, <laughs> if somebody would have touched me, I would have had no idea who touched me. But why? Because everybody was touching me, you know. It was like they were crowded around and uh, but what happened was uh, this lady reached out. She didn't just touch the physical man; she touched the anointing in the spiritual man. Yes. And Jesus said, "No, somebody touched me different because I felt the virtue or I felt the power." transfer in. When we believe that we have received, what we're doing is we're drawing on the anointing of God to come and touch this body. Right. We're not believing in the healing by itself. Mm -hmm. We're believing in God's will to heal, His power to heal, and we're believing that we have received it now. That's what it says in Mark. Right. Amen. And, and it was key too, I think that that she not only touched him, like you said, everybody touched him. Yeah. But she touched him with the hope and expectation. That's right. With the hope and expectation that yes. there was healing. Healing had occurred before she touched him. She knew it. That's right. She touched him. She was like a, a electrical yeah. conduit. She says, "I'm getting me some of that." Yeah. All yeah. right. And she reached out, yeah. knowing that it was going to heal her. Yes. Hallelujah. Yeah. She Amen. Re she reached to the source. So yeah. Yeah. Amen. I mean, that, <laughs> yeah, hallelujah. Oh, my goodness, that just hit me. So Glory right. to God. <laughs> hallelujah. Hallelujah, thank you. So now, look at this. Yeah, yeah, amen. So now let's go to 1 John chapter 3, and let's look at verse 21. 21 and 22. It says, Beloved... If our heart does not condemn us, we have confidence before God. Now, I want you, this, I think in the King James it says, if our conscience doesn't uh, condemn us, I, I might, be, mis I might mm -hmm. be misplacing it. But uh, if our heart doesn't condemn us, so in other words, it's important for us to walk right with God. You know, I was with Pastor uh, Ataboye, E.A. Ataboye, the, earlier this year, and one of the things he said uh, to us is, holiness is the master key. So if you're walking in holiness, that's what unlocks everything. If you're walking uh, without sin, you're walking out righteousness, that's what unlocks everything. And so he's saying here, look, our faith works if our heart doesn't condemn us because we're, we've been doing the right thing. Yes. Now, I want you to see this. It says... Verse 22, and whatever we ask, what's the next two words? We receive. We receive. Yes. Whatever we ask, we receive. Yes. See, a lot of times we've received, but we've been looking at the physical, and we've been taking our, uh, our notes from the physical instead of from the Word of God. He says, look, if you ask according to my will, you shall have it. And whatever we ask, we receive. Yes. There's a reception that needs to happen. And you said this, you, you said it just a second ago, about that woman. She didn't just touch him with her hands. She touched him with hope. Yes. 
Yes. With a joy, a confidence, and an expectation of reception. Yes. And, and a confidence yes. of reception. A joy knowing I'm, when I'm believing, I'm receiving. Yes. I'm receiving. And he says, so whatever we ask, we receive from him because we keep his commandments and we do the things that are pleasing in his sight. So as we walk with God and we ask of him, we need to know that we 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 know when we ask, we receive. Yes. When we ask, we receive. Stop looking to your bank account to tell you whether or not you received. God just told you you've received something. God, stop looking to uh, whether or not you have, for example, like with wisdom, mm-hmm. you know, when wisdom, you have his wisdom. It's generating inside. When you ask for wisdom, I have received wisdom. It's generating in me now. And before long, I'm going to wake up in the, in the morning and all of a sudden I'm going to know what to do. Right. Or I'm going to come to church and, and get hands laid on me. And, and while the anointing's on me, the Lord will show me what to do. He'll show me what, you know, business to be in, what to do in my business, how to be a better employee, uh, you know, what to do with that family situation. He'll show me, I believe I have received, I have received that wisdom, that healing, that anointing. See, we must reach out with our hope, our expectation. I am receiving as I ask for it. Yes. And when we receive it, that will go to work inside of us from the inner man, from the from the spirit man out. One thing I was going to say earlier is, you know, Jesus is already in victory. It's already finished. See, when you're praying for healing, you are not the sick person trying to get well. You are the healed person that's applying your your uh, position in Christ. Now, see, that's a totally different mindset. I believe I have received my healing. I believe I have received my healing. Mm-hmm. I believe I have received whatever promise it is of God, the promise, the, the character and nature of God. I believe I have received it. Yes. One last verse here is uh, 1 John 5. 1 John 5 and looking at verse 13 and 14. And 15. <laughs> I'm trying to tell them so when they put it up there, they'll have the right ones. First John 5, 13, 14, and 15. Uh, you want to read that? Sure. This is in the New King James. Okay, okay, that's fine. All right. These things I have written to you who believe in the name of the Son of God, that you may not, that you have eternal, or rather that you may know that you have eternal life. So, so first, first thing he's talking is he's addressing everybody that's believed in Christ. So who does that, uh, who does, does that include you and me? Absolutely. Yeah. Does that include you? If you believed in Christ, he's talking to you. Yes. Yeah. And if you don't know Jesus, you can know him and these things can be yours as well. Go ahead. And that you may continue to believe in the name of the son of God. Yes. Now this is the confidence that we have in him. That if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. Okay. So now, that's that verse we were talking about the other day. Um, This is the confidence which we have. This is the hope. Because hope is a joyful, confident expectation. This is the hope that we have. That when we ask something, he hears us. If it's according to his will, he hears us. Yes. He hears us. We have that confidence. Yes. Or we should. 
We should. That's why he's writing it. Yes. Okay. And if he hears us, verse 15. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we have asked of him. All right. Now, does that say we know that we will receive? No, we sir. We will receive. No, sir. That's the now. It's the now. Tenor. It says, no, we know we have those petitions yes. now. Yes. See, these are the... the this is why all of God's promises are yes and amen. It's not that he's holding it back. He's already poured it out. Yes. He's already poured it out in Christ. Even for people that don't know Christ, it's waiting on them right now. Everything's been poured out. Everything pertaining to life and godliness. He's granted to us it, all of it already. Yes. We have them now. So our belief is not that we can be healed or will be healed. Our belief is that we are healed now. I'm the healed, and I'm appropriating my healing. I'm making sure that the devil who's tried to throw symptoms on me, he no longer has a right to. I'm rejecting his symptoms, and I'm applying and putting into action, putting into force what Jesus has already done. Amen. This is where we're at. I'm putting into force what Jesus has already done. See, this is believing that we have received. Glory to God. Amen. So it's it's not only asking, but it's coming in the correct attitude. Yes. Asking with the correct attitude. Yes. Not a namby-pamby, oh, can yeah. I please? Please, uh, please give this to me. No, this is believing you've already, you, well, those things you ask, you believe that you have them. Hallelujah. That you have received them, that you have them now. Read 15 one more time. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we have asked of him. We have the petition. Yes. We have the answers. We yes. have them. We have them. We have them. Glory yes. to God. Here's another thing, too. And how can you know that he hears us? Would you like for God to hear every one of your prayers? The conditions that he laid out there was that you know Jesus, that Jesus is your Savior and Lord, that you're born again. And two, that you ask according to his will. So as we go through this word and we know what his will is, we know that we're already healed. And then we pray, Lord, I know I'm the healed of the Lord. And I ask you for that healing to manifest now. And I believe that I have them. Glory to God. That's it. Hallelujah. That's it. Hallelujah. Mm. So let's just pray right now. Father, right now, and then after we pray, we're going to talk about what's abundance for just a couple of minutes in this. What's abundance? You know, that what's abundance? What does God have in abundance for you? We're going to talk about that in just a second. But right now, I want to pray about this. If there's somebody that's believing for something, they're believing for healing, they're believing for uh, finances to go up, a job, favor, promotion, they're believing God uh, for protection. They're believing for deliverance or restoration of their mind or in their family. If you're believing for any of that, we want to pray with you. But what was the first key is that we're a part of the family of God. And so everybody that's watching, whether you've known God before, you've Christ has been your Savior, or, or you haven't, 
Regardless of whether you have or you haven't, let's all pray this prayer right now and let's renew that commitment to Christ or let's make that commitment fresh. Be a part of the family of God. And when you become a part of the family of God and you're walking with God, all of healing, prosperity, deliverance, protection, all of that is in the gift. It's all there. So as soon as you walk with God and you're committed to Jesus as your Lord, all of these things become you. This is who you are. This is where you're located. And we can start to believe God to manifest them right in our body Amen. today. So let's pray right now. Just say, Father, Father, right now, right now, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, I declare, I declare that Jesus Christ, that Jesus Christ, is the Lord of my life, is the Lord of my life, and He is my Savior, and He is my Savior. That means, that means, whatever He tells me to do, whatever He tells me to do, I will do, I will do. I repent, I repent, I change, I change from every bit of sin, from every bit of sin. And I walk, and I walk in His holiness. In His holiness, I will not do those worldly things again. I will not do those worldly things but again. But I will do what Christ asked me to do. But I will do what Christ asked me to do. And I have Him. And I have as him my Savior. As my Savior, He will save me. He will save me from whatever I need saving from. From whatever I need saving from. And I believe. And I believe that He died for me. That He died for that me. That He took my sin. That He took my on sin Him. On Him. And my sin. And my sin took Him to the cross. Took Him to the cross to die for me. To die for me. And took Him to the grave. And took Him to the grave. And I believe. And I believe that the Father. That the Father, through the Holy Spirit, through the Holy Spirit, brought him back to life. Brought him back to life. And when he raised Jesus up, and when he raised Jesus up, he did not leave me in the place of death. He did not leave me in the. But place I of am death. right now. But I am right raised now. to life. Raised to life. I am right now. I am right. Raised now. to life. Raised to life. In my finances. In my finances. I'm raised to life. I am raised to life. In my health. In my health. I'm raised to life. I am raised to in life. In restoration. In restoration. I'm I'm raised to life. I am raised to life. In deliverance. In deliverance. I'm raised to life. I am raised to life. In protection. In protection. I'm raised to life. I am raised to life. In my fellowship with the Father. In my fellowship with the Father. Father, thank you. Father, thank you. For saving me. For saving me. Jesus. Jesus. Baptize me. Baptize in me. the Holy Spirit. In the Holy Spirit. And with fire. And with fire. Let me walk. Let me walk. With your power. With your power. To walk like Jesus walked. To walk like Jesus walked. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. And just say this, Father, right now. Father, right now. I receive. I receive. The fullness of salvation. The fullness of salvation. In my life. In my life. According to. According to. What the work that Jesus has finished. What the work that Jesus has finished. I receive. I receive. I believe I have received. I believe I have received. Full healing in my body. Full healing in my divine body. Divine health. Divine health. I believe I have received. I believe I have received. Prosperity and abundance. Prosperity and abundance. I receive. I receive. Protection right now. Protection right Deliverance. now. Deliverance. Deliverance. And restoration. And restoration. And I walk in God's fullness. And I walk in God's fullness. I walk fullness. in God's abundance. I walk in God's abundance. For every good work. For every good work. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Father, Amen. right now, let every bit of healing start to manifest in people that are watching right here. Lord, let your overflow 
flow into their lives. Lord, we believe we have received right now in everybody that's listening to this supernatural favor, divine health and healing, supernatural protection in Jesus' name, supernatural restoration. Lord, let families that you th that they thought could never be fixed, but you knew they could be. Lord, let them be restored in Jesus' name. Supernaturally restored. Lord, let, let children I just see children of parents that have been torn apart by drug use and, and addictions, Lord. Lord, let deliverance come now supernaturally. We believe we have received that deliverance in our lives in whatever area that is. Father, let it be manifested now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord, for your work. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your promise. And Lord, we receive it. If you receive that, I just want you right now. Just say, Lord, we receive that now in Jesus' name. Amen. Christopher says, pray we find a home. Father, right now, we just pray. Lord, let Christopher find the home that they need. Father, let it move uh, to the place. Let them see exactly where to be, where not to be. And Lord, we believe we receive that wisdom and we believe we receive that provision right now in Jesus' name. We thank you for it, and we thank you and praise you, and we give you the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Glory Hallelujah. to God. If you receive that, just say that. Say, Lord, I receive that now. Put it, put it in what it is that you receive. I receive that healing in my body now. I receive that restoration now. I receive that home, that favor, that finances. I receive that now. I receive that renewed relationship with God that it'll be where it needs to be again in Jesus' name. Just put it in the comments now. Lord, we thank you for it and we praise you. Amen. Glory Amen. to God. Well, now we're, it's time for what's abundance, and we're talking about, we always talk about a little bit, how do we move from where we have been to where we need to be? And one of the big things is to know that we have favor on our lives now for finances. Yes. God wants us to move in abundance for finances yes. right now. Yes. And so when we believe that we have received healing, we can also believe that we have received that those finances finances and that prosperity in, in our lives. In other words, I'm not waiting for my life to go up. Right. I have it now in Jesus. Lord, we just right now have your provision now. Lord, we have seed in our hand. Lord, your way is to sow. Your way is to sow. You said the kingdom is like a seed. You said as long as the earth remains, seed, time, and harvest will remain. Your kingdom is like a seed. Your kingdom is sowing and reaping. This is a part of your kingdom. And so, Lord, in order to reap, we have to have planted. In order to plant, we must have seed. We believe, Lord, that you are giving us the seed we need to plant. Now, financially, that seed, time can be a seed. Your work can be a seed. But it it, we shouldn't think that it's always going to be one of those. It's, it's going to be all of these. If you think that, well, I'm just going to plant all my time at the church and that's my sowing to the church. You are sowing to the church, but you need to believe God that you're able to sow in every area of life so that you have a harvest in every area of life. 
And when you believe that that seed is available, God says, as you purpose in your heart, I will give seed to the purposed heart, to the purpose sower. Yes. And so, Lord, we believe you for seed. And in that, we're not waiting for seed. You have that seed now. Lord, plant that seed in our hand and we will plant it into your kingdom. We will sow offerings. We will sow that those finances and we will reap the blessing of your abundance. We have it now. We believe we have received your abundance now in Jesus' name. Yes. Many times um, many times people don't believe that they actually have abundance. And what they're doing, just like they were looking at that arm, they'll look to their job and say, that job is what's holding me back. If I could only get another job. Do you know that God can bring abundance to you in so many different ways? He brought it to you just the other week yes. in a way that was unexpected. It didn't come through your job. It didn't come through your skill set. It came by the Word of God and the favor of God. And it came by you believing you have received faith. You believe by faith, you believed you had received a supernatural breakthrough in your finances and you got some. Yes, I did. Yeah. And you believed you had received it when I said it. Yes, sir. So, I mean, I was sitting right over there yeah. and, and you'd said that supernatural, uh, uh, supernatural debt canceling is happening now. Yeah. And it is. There, you, I'm sorry. You didn't say it's happening. Now. You said it is. Yeah. It is right now. Yeah. So I was over there and, and um, I was in debt to a hospital for $7,800, actually yeah. $7,888 to be exact. And, uh, but you told, you said yeah. that, that that canceling anointing is, is in the yeah. house. The Lord gave me a word, gave, gave me a promise for the people of Boomerang. Yeah. And I said, this week, we will have supernatural debt erased. Yes. And, uh, Days later, I get a letter yeah. that said, um, Mr. Nowicki, uh, we decided, the hospital decided to go ahead and, and cancel your debt. You no longer owe us. Just give us $75 for a copay. <laughs> and we're just going to write off $7,813. Now, who does that? <laughs> Why? There's no reason. They, I mean, if, if they do that, they would, they would in the world, in, in, yeah. in the secular realm, they would go out of business. But they did it for me. Yes. Amen. <laughs> Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory so, to God. I mean, I mean, you've seen it. I carry those around to yeah. remind me yeah. that, that it had nothing to do with me. It had nothing. It wasn't because because I am, uh, you know, I'm a pillar of the community yeah. or I have a really good job or I'm just an awful nice guy. No, it yeah. happened because the word of God says yes. so. Yes, it had to happen. God made a promise by the Holy Ghost in the middle of a service yes. here this year. Yes. And he moved on that. Yes. And you believed you had received it. And you did. And you saw that manifest at that time. Yes. Now, here's the thing. Didn't have anything to do with your skill set. Correct. Didn't have anything to do with your job. Right. Didn't have anything to do with you're a nice guy. It, it had to do with God's promise received. Yes. Spiritual things. And it brought about a physical result. See, when we know, 
when we know that we are in that place and we know that we have these things in Christ, we'll apply faith and we will receive those things. And that's how God wants to get abundance to us as well. And so as we're sowing, you're welcome to sow. We have it on the screen there. Uh, on Facebook, you can type in hashtag donate and the amount, or you can go to givebc.org. This is a part of God's way as well. In other words, he says, I'm going to increase your harvest and hear what he says. The word of God is very important. He said, I'm going to increase your harvest because I will give you seed to sow. He said, but you have to purpose in your heart to sow. In other words, I believe I have received seed. And if I'll take that seed, then he will add the supernatural to that and he'll start bringing about a harvest. So see, we have to, we have to believe that we have received in our finances just like we believe we have received in our health and any other promise of God. And if we'll do that, God will hold true to his word. And so Lord, anybody who's sowing today or at any time, Lord, let that seed be multiplied supernaturally pressed down, shaken together, and running over. Lord, let them receive supernatural, abundant seed so that they can sow into the kingdom. In that same book, one chapter before in Mark chapter 11, it said this, that if any man sows into the gospel, sows into the kingdom, or for Jesus' namesake, they'll receive now in this time and in the time to come a hundredfold. And he's saying, look, if you'll believe, and then in the next chapter he goes in to apply the God kind of faith, they go hand in hand. If we will apply faith in our giving, faith in our sowing, and faith in our receiving, we will see that abundance. And we pray that for you today. I, we're seeing people Amen. break out of financial bondages. Yes. We've been seeing it for years. We're continuing to see it. The devil can try stuff and throw stuff at people, but we're seeing that breakthrough. Yes. And uh, you can see it too, because God's not a respecter of persons, but he is a respecter of faith. Yes, sir. And then when we apply faith and believe we have received it, God says, oh, I got to move on that. I, 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 somebody touched me. Mm. with their hope, with their faith. Somebody drew on me. Somebody has received with their expectation. God will stop in the crowd and say, who was that? And when we pray in that hope and faith, it works and it draws on those things of God. He meets it. So did you have something? Oh, I did. I, I just wanted to say that my testimony for my $7,813 uh, debt cancellation is awesome. Yeah. But it's not over. Yes. <laughs> There's, there is nothing that says, oh, that's all I've got for you, son. No. I've, there's more. Yes. There's more. I, I'm, I have no debt. Amen. I have no debt. Why? Because the Lord said yes. so. I he's, have no debt. He said, I want, I'm blessing you to be the lender and not the borrower. Yes. And a you're lender exactly to nations. Right. Yes. Yeah. You're, you are not the borrower. That means you can't have that debt in him. And yes. so you're drawing yes. on that now for it to be completely erased. Yeah. See, this is, he's already made these promises, but we've got to know what those promises mm. are. And then don't just believe that the promises can happen. Believe that you have received them. Yeah. 
Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. We hope you've enjoyed What's the Word today. Barrett is going to wrap it up. We love you. Anybody who has sown, Lord, let it be multiplied in Jesus' name. Amen. Priscilla said, our confession number seven, the struggle is over. I saw yes. Christopher said, I believe we have a home. Amen, Christopher. Glory to God. As that manifests, send us the testimony, and we want to hear about it. And uh, Barrett, we're going to kick it over to you. We love you. We'll see you tomorrow. It's going to be a great, great week. Tune in tomorrow, 1130 Lunch Plus. And uh, here we go. Barrett. Wrap, 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 wrapping it up. So that was awesome. Make sure that you go back and share the broadcast. There's so much truth in life in what just came out. And you are going higher today simply because you heard the word of God and you're applying faith toward it. Amen. We're so honored to have you here with us. And tomorrow is going to be another great broadcast. Tomorrow, it's a will it bake right kind of day. Those are always some of our favorites here on the broadcast. So tune in to find out if what we make turns out good or interesting. And then afterwards, we are going to have question and answer time with Pastor and Buddy. We know that you missed it last week, so we're excited to have it here this week. I don't remember if we did it last week or not. We may have. But either way, it's been a week if we did it last week. So you've missed it. You've missed Pastor and Buddy together. You know it. If you have questions that you would like to see answered that you ha just have burning inside of you or just, you know, you're curious about, send them to us on the What's Right Facebook page, or you can go to whatsright.org and submit them there. We will get those and we'll answer them as the Lord leads us to, but we will get you answers from the word of God. That's what's coming up tomorrow. Make plans to be with us. It's going to be such a good day. Now we're at the midway point in your week, and I believe that your week is just getting better and better and better. And tomorrow is going to be even gooder than today, but today is going to be your best day of the week yet so far. Have a great rest of your Wednesday. We love you so much. And we'll see you bright and early tomorrow at 1130 a.m. here on Lunch Plus.